This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 192. Hey, my friend, happy Monday. I hope you enjoy Mondays. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, and it is to bring practical coaching and ministry encouragement to pastors in local churches. And I'm glad I can talk with you today. I want to talk to you about the people in your church because ultimately they are why we exist, right? I, I would like to, I've got, I've been doing podcasting now for almost 10 years. And sometimes it is uh, tempting to try to make a big deal about stuff. And I think that in the in the media and social media world, there's a lot of uh, fluff, I think. Personally, I think people think too much of themselves. Uh, people try to pump stuff up and make it a big deal. And today, I just want to talk to you about the people in your church. Because you're a pastor. I don't know how long you've been a pastor, but probably for a while, at least a year or a number of years. And we can get on our email and see all kinds of promotion and marketing and advertising for ministry products and ministry programs and ministry books and resources. And sometimes it's just good to think about the people in your church. For example, this morning I was talking in the lobby. You know that I record these episodes on Sunday afternoon or evening. And this morning uh, I was in the lobby talking to somebody and felt something on my leg. And I looked down and there's this little girl. She's probably all of three and she's getting my attention. And uh, I don't know her real well, but I've been trying to make a connection with her because she takes the time to come and, and poke me or try to get my attention. So it just reminded me, I'm, I'm in the lobby, all these people are walking around, and I thought, this is the little one I need to look at and I need to recognize and I need to acknowledge and to affirm, which I did. And it was, uh, it was cool. It was just, it's just a moment, but that's all we need. We just need moments. The long-haired teenager, I couldn't remember his name. Man, I, I saw him in the back row, and I leaned over, and I said, remind me of your name. I had two names that I wanted to use, but they weren't the right names. And he laughed, and he told me his name again. Of course, of course. He's on his way out the door with his family, and he says, hey, I told my mom, you're, you're probably not going to remember my name. I said, well, now that you say it like that, I'm probably not going to, in which I couldn't. I could not come up with his name. For weeks, I had his name straight. So this is this little thing that we do. And I've been trying to build a relationship with him. And I know you don't have to say it. It'd be helpful if I just learned the kid's name, right? So I had to write it down. What I do is I write a name down and I keep it on the top of my stand-up desk in my office at the church. And I see it. And so if I see it in print... I just picture that image, and then I can remember names better that way. So that's what I'm doing with him. I'm also doing that with a few others. I open up a drawer, and there are names in there, and I see them. So there's the long-haired teenager. 
there were the two young lady Christian workers that we had with us this morning. One's a, a missionary in Uganda, and the other one is a navigator's ministry uh, staff member uh, on staff at the University of Iowa in Iowa City. And uh, it was great to have them there this morning. They challenged us with some things that usually aren't in our local context and perspectives and thoughts and views. And that was that was really nice. They're not always there, but they're people that our people support. And that was fun. There was the quiet guy, the quiet guy who was walking out and, and I, there he was right in front of me, but he was trying to just get by me, but I didn't let him. Oh no. I had to say hello and remind me of your name. He told me his name. This was only his second or third time at the church. And I said, uh, who are you? And where are you, where are you from? And he said, Oh, just right here in town. I said, well, we're going to have to get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's trying to get out the door too. And, uh, so you have to try to balance it so you don't come on too strong, but so that you also recognize people and help, help, help to connect, help people to connect with you so that they don't just, they aren't able to just get out the door and think that nobody cares. Then there's the chronic pain person. This person that just deals with pain every single day. And you're standing there and you're talking to them and you're realizing, Jeff, you don't have a clue. You are so clueless on this. Try, please try to, to empathize with this person when you have hardly had a painful day in your life. And that's true for me. So trying to minister to this person and enter into their suffering with them and to the emotion of it, and also be able to give the time in a busy lobby that that person needs, the time that you want to give. Uh, but with my ADD, uh, I'm seeing everybody else walking around. And I today I, did a, I think I did a really good job of just tuning them out and talking to this person. And then there's, then there's the talker, the one who, if you start talking with them, Oh, strap in, man, because you're you're probably going to go on the ride for for as long as you let them fly the plane. You will be flying through the clouds with them, and you just have to. I mean, you almost have to be rude. You just have to say, "Okay, well, hey, good to talk with you. I got a few other people. I'm on a mission here, and then they then they can let you go." But there's the talker, and there's a few of those kinds of people. There's the successful business guy, and uh, he's not saying a whole lot because he's thinking about other things, and uh, you want to enter into his world as well and minister to him and make it a connection with him. And sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard, but he's the successful business guy. He supports your ministry. He makes no demands, uh, and he's a pleasure to be around. Uh, but you also you just want to encourage him because you know that even people that are successful ultimately can be lonely can be lonely and they they need Christian fellowship and relationship too. And then there's the newly widowed lady. There were two of them this morning, lost their husbands just in the last two weeks. And again, you oh man, you don't want to be trite and you don't want to do the hey good morning, how are you? And next, you know, to the next person to go to the next person. And I, oh, I just, uh, you know, your heart goes out to people. There's so much pain in people's lives. You want to shepherd 
and you want to encourage and you do your best. And pastor, you know this, sometimes it's just not that easy. There's the young young adults, this young couple with kids that sit behind me. They show up sometimes and they're sitting behind me and I say hello and try to make that connection. Let them know that they're seen and they're cared for. They matter. And then there's the snowbird who's on his way out. Tells me it's his last Sunday until probably late March or early April. And you tell them, hey, man, these are the years. Get down to Arizona, to the sunshine and the warm weather, and have a great time. Pray with them and just hope that they have a great time. And when they come back, things will be different. So a lot of different people, you know, and more. And in your church, you've got all kinds of different people, different age groups, different situations. But, Pastor, I tell you about these people to say, this is why we're a pastor. We are not a pastor to be well-known. We're not a pastor to be, like, successful or important. We're, We're pastors to shepherd people. And we just have to stay humble, remember where we came from, Uh, don't think that we're too good to encourage anybody or to affirm anybody or to be there for people. And when the little kid comes and pokes us in the kneecap, that they're the ones there, that's Jesus, right? That's Jesus. And as much as you do it to the least of these, you've done it to me. I think it's that way every Sunday morning. Every Sunday morning, when we pay attention to people, we're paying attention to Jesus. We're looking into the eyes of Christ. So, Pastor, I hope you had a great day. And the same is going to be true this week as we go through our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. As we connect with people, we fulfill our calling as pastors. So thanks for what you do. I hope you have a great week. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.